0: Welcome to the Gerald Brooks Leadership Podcast, a deep dive into biblical leadership with pastor and author, Dr. Gerald Brooks. Hi, this is Gerald Brooks. Thank you so much for joining me for today's podcast. As usual, I want to invite you to some upcoming events where you're going to have an opportunity to develop some of your leadership skills. I have several things over the summer that I think are golden opportunities for people to jump on board. On June 13th in Lubbock, Texas, I'll be with Carl Todi, What a fantastic leader he is. He's just so articulate. And if you've never heard him teach leadership, I'm telling you, he is the real thing. And then uh, I will be in New Bronzeville, Texas on uh, June 26th and 27th. We will be doing leadership training on the 26th. If you want to bring your team down there, it's all free. You can uh, call my office, go on our webpage, and you can figure out exactly the information. And then I will be enrolled Roanoke, Virginia, on July the 10th and the 11th. And on the 10th, we'll be doing leadership training. And I want to encourage you to come and to be a part of that. And then on August 9th, I'm really, really excited about this. I will be in Miami, Florida. And I will be with Frank Lopez. And Frank is such a tremendous leader. But on August 9th, I will be doing a special roundtable. I will be teaching breaking the 500 barrier. I'm telling you, anywhere in the nation, you want to learn the skills to break the 500, fly in. You're in Florida, you come to that. I don't get a whole lot of opportunities to go back and to teach these skills. I used to teach them uh, with the Maxwell Group years ago with Dan Ryland, but I'm just telling you this is fantastic information, uh, but you will need to sign up for that, and you can go to GeraldBrooksMinistries.com. Hey, today I want to talk to you about leading when the rules are changing leading when the rules are changing. Uh, One thing that we know is that life requires change. That's just self-evident. Every one of us are forced into change moments. Now, let's just be crystal clear. During the COVID year we've just been through, everything has changed. It amazes me how many things have changed, how many things that have nothing to do with COVID have changed. Literally, I'm walking into a very high-scale restaurant because I tend to be a meat eater, and this is a high-scale steak restaurant. And in the past, when I've eaten there, they had what you would call skinny fries. They're the little thin fries that are real crisp, and I really enjoy those. And I looked at them, and I said, guys, I said, I want some skinny fries. And they said, because of COVID, we no longer do skinny fries. I just literally stared at him. I said, I did not know that COVID had attacked potatoes. I didn't realize that there were so many potatoes that were affected by COVID. I didn't realize that the skinny potatoes were the most affected. I just stood in awe that the rules had changed on skinny potatoes, skinny French fries because of COVID. Now, I'm having a little bit of fun there because I think a lot of things that are being done in the business world have nothing to do with COVID. It has everything to do with cutting cost, And so that's me needing therapy right there. But one of the things I want you to realize is that when Jesus entered this world, he changed the rules. The rules that existed were literally changed. When Jesus and Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John would just do everyday life, he always changed the rules. He changed the rules of religion because during that day, you would never heal on a Sabbath day. It didn't matter that the person was about to die. You wouldn't heal on a Sabbath day, except when Jesus came, he healed people on the Sabbath. He changed the rules of relationships. And that day, you would never sit down and eat with someone who was considered down and out or an outcast. You would never, never sit down. So what do we find? We find in chapters like uh, Luke chapter 15, where it says, and the Pharisees began to grumble among themselves and complain because he sat down and. And he ate with sinners. See, in that day to eat with someone meant that you had accepted them. And they couldn't believe that Jesus would train, would change the rules of eating and eat with somebody who wasn't as pure as them. The rules of life changed because he said, if you're going to find your life, you got to be willing to lose it. Man, that was a rule change of rule change because everyone had gone about trying to keep their life. And he says, you've got to be able to lose your life. And then the rules of death changed. He literally changed the rules that he who is dead is alive and he's alive forevermore. So Jesus was a rule changer. He took the existing rules and he changed them. Life requires that we deal with changing rules around us on a regular basis. So one of the things that if you're going to change, you've got to break free from old rules. Let me just put it to you this way. Most people don't really struggle with changing to the future that which is new. They struggle with changing from that which is old. So let me walk you through some of the rules that you've got to break free from. I like to call it this way, the iron rule. Do to others before they do it to you. This was the the iron rule. Do to others before they do it to you. In Genesis 31 and verse 7, it talks about Jacob, and it says, Yet your father has deceived me and has changed my wages ten times. The iron rule, it's still in our society. This is the rule that business operates on uh, frequently and continually. And the rule goes like this. In business, take them before they take you. That's the rule that exists. My job is to look out for me and to look out for me and my business alone. And my job is to take you before you can possibly take me. Well, that's one of the rules that's in this world. It's the rule of iron. It is a hard rule. It is a difficult rule. It is a challenging rule. In fact, the amazing thing about this is the world admires this rule. If I took you to a bookstore and I took you to the business section and I walked you through business books biographies of great business leaders do you know the reason they're called great business leaders is because they executed the rule of iron They took other people before those people could take them. They were so focused and intentive on taking care of their business at the sake of anyone else's business that this world admires them. See, this world admires success. Regardless of how the success came, regardless of the way that success arrived, this world loves success. So the iron rule, do to others before they do to you. But there's another rule out there, and it's called the silver rule. Do unto others as they've done to you. Do unto others as they've done to you. Now, I want you to get the distinction. The iron rule, do to others before they do to you. But the silver rule, do unto others as they have done to you. We see this in the book of Judges, Judges chapter 15 and verse 7. Samson said to them, since you would do a thing like this, I will surely take revenge on you. That's the silver rule. Do unto others as they've done unto you. This is very simple. This is an eye for an eye. Now, let me just tell you that when this rule came along, it was better than the rules that preceded it because the w- rules that preceded it were disproportionate. It wasn't an eye for an eye. It wasn't equitable reaction that you throw a ball against the wall and it comes back with an energy blast equal to what it was thrown against. The old rule used to be, okay, you poke me in the eye. I'm going to kill everyone in your family. It was the rule of total devastation. But the silver rule was a better rule, and it was instituted in the Old Testament. This is an eye for an eye. This is justice without mercy. Mercy will never be a part of this rule. I'm going to do to you exactly what you've done to me. So two rules out there. Do to others before they can do it to you. That is the rule that exists in our society and business is usually run by. The second rule, the silver rule, do unto others as they have done unto you. This is a little different rule, but this rule basically states this. Hey, you did this to me. I'm going to do this to you. You just get ready. It's coming back. But there's a third rule, and it's called the golden rule. And the golden rule says, do unto others as you want them to do unto you. So get the distinctions, the iron rule, do to others before they do it to you. The silver rule, do unto others as they've done it to you. But the golden rule, do unto others as you want them to do to you. You see this in the Old Testament in Second Kings 4 verse 13. It involves an individual that had just been gracious to a prophet. And he said to him, say now to her, Look, you have been concerned for us with all this care. What can I do for you? What can I do for you? Somebody who just did something and they didn't really ask for anything, but now this rule is playing out. You were so kind to us. I want to be kind back to you. So there are these rules that operate. The iron rule. Do to others before they do to you. The silver rule, do unto others as they have done to you. The golden rule, do unto others as you want them to do to you. But then when Jesus came, he introduced a brand new rule. It is called the platinum rule. Now, the reason it's called the platinum rule is because I couldn't think of another name for it. So that's not God given. It's Gerald given. The platinum rule says this, do unto others, even as God has done for you. Do unto others, even as God has done for you. Do you see the sequence of what's going on? Do to others before they do it to you. The iron rule, do to others as they've done it to you. The silver rule, do unto others as you want them to do to you. The golden rule, the platinum rule, do unto others, even as God has done for you. Excuse me. See, the platinum rule goes like this. I help others even if they don't help me. You know why? Because God helped us. God helped us before we wanted help. God helped us when we didn't know we needed any help. God helped us when we weren't concerned about getting help. I help others even if they do not help me. I give to others even if they don't give to me. You know, a lot of times people have the attitude, well, what am I going to get out of this? And the truth of the matter is that if you're a Christian and you're operating according to this rule, you're going to help a lot of people and you're not going to get anything out of it. So let me ask you this question. In your relationship with God, who has done the most giving? You or God? Well, it's going to be God. Well, let me turn it around. If you're living as a disciple of Christ, who's going to do the most giving? You are. You're going to give in a lot of relationships where you are going to be the primary giver. That there may be little to no response back, but that's all right. So I help others even if they don't help me. I give to others even if they don't give to me. And I love others even if they don't love me. Wow. Jesus sort of talked about this. He says, it's one thing if a person will lay down their life for a righteous man. But for an unrighteous man? For a person who isn't responding to you, reacting to you? That's the platinum rule. So what are you going to do when the rules change? When you no longer live according to the Iron Rule, when you don't live with the Silver Rule, and you've even learned to respond differently than the Golden Rule, when you do unto others because God's been so gracious to you, how do you handle that? Now, this Platinum Rule is defined in 1 Corinthians 13, because in there— we have Paul talking about love. In fact, when Jesus introduced the platinum rule, he did so in John 13, verses 34 and 35. He said, a new law, a new rule I give to you, that you love one another, even as I've loved you. Love one another. By this rule, people will know that you're my disciples, if you have love one to another. See, Jesus said, I want you to love people. I want you to react to people. I want you to respond to people the way I responded, not based on what they could do to you, not based on what they did to you, and not just based on you wanting to get a response from them, but I want you to respond to people based on what I did for you, the platinum rule. Help others even if they don't help you. Give to others even if they don't give to you. And love others even if they don't love you. But again, this rule is defined and it's broken down into manageable and measurable parts in 1 Corinthians 13. In verse 4, it says, Love suffers long and is kind. Love does not envy. Love does not parade itself. It's not puffed up. The first thing that we know about the Platinum Rule is that it's a change of attitude. It's a change of attitude. It says love suffers long in its kind. It does not envy. It does not parade itself. It is not puffed up. All of those characteristics are attitudes. The first thing about executing this law is that it changes your attitude, how internally I began to think about you, how internally I began to react to you. That's what this law does. And then in verse 5, it does not behave rudely, it does not seek its own, it is not provoked, it thinks no evil. This law is not only a change in attitudes, this law is a change in actions. Because now it sequences forward and it says it doesn't behave, it doesn't seek, it does not provoke. These are all actions. So, the platinum rule is a rule that changes my attitude. It changes my actions. But then in verse 6, it says it does not rejoice in iniquity, but it rejoices in the truth. It's a change in acceptance. That sometimes I'm going to be around individuals that have done some things that don't measure up. But because of this rule, I am accepting of them, not because of their actions, but because God has birthed in me a new level of value towards other people. And it shows up in acceptance. So this rule involves a change of attitude, it involves a change of actions, it it involves a change of acceptance, and then it says in verse 7, it bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. It's a change in abilities. See, all of those things are ability. You're able to bear things you couldn't. You're able to believe things you couldn't. You're able to hope things you couldn't. You're able to endure things. So I want you to get that when you begin to embrace the platinum rule, then what happens is it changes your attitude, just the intrinsic way you respond. It changes your actions. It changes what you do. It changes your acceptance, who you will value, and it changes your abilities, what you will do. All of these things are a part of that rule. So you see, when you go back to the furthest reaches of humanity and the Old Testament, there was the iron rule. I'm going to do something to you because I think you might one day do it to me. But then it evolved forward, and there was the silver rule. I'm going to do to you like you've done to me. And then there was the golden rule. I want you to do to others what you want them to do to you. But the platinum rule is the ultimate rule. Do unto others even as God has done unto you. What we know about this rule is in verse 8 of chapter 13. Love never fails, but whether there are prophecies, they will fail. Whether they are tongues, they will cease. Whether there is knowledge, it will vanish away. What do we know about this? It is the only way you can really win. You win by living this. There are four rules that man can live by. You get to choose the rules are changing. Which rule are you going to live by? Which rule are you going to live, lead by? Which rule is going to be the rule you're going to develop your organization by? I pray that of all the rules that are out there, it will be the platinum rule that you will look to and you will embrace as the rule that you want to lead and live by. Thank you so much for joining me. Remember, Lubbock, June 13th, New Braunfels, June 26th and 27th, Roanoke, Virginia, um, July 10th and 11th. But if you want to learn the keys to breaking the 500 barrier, August 9th in Miami, Florida. Thank you so much for joining me.